Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one forfeiting minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm the Jimenez and the News. And joining us again, Hal Lublin, welcome back. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I should do it. I'll do an actual uh, doc impression this time. I'm going to try. Here we go. Okay. Great Scott! That's all I have. <laughs> so, uh-huh. All right. It's okay. Good. Nice. Middle of the pack. We'll take yeah. it. Middle of the pack. <clears throat> it's better than any of mine. So that's, that's good. <laughs> uh, so today we are going back to minute 83, which starts with uh, Marty announcing that he's going to have to forfeit the, the gunfight and ends with uh, some ran- Is it a, a random guy? No, it's the, it's the squeaky voice guy. The, the, um, saying, uh, everyone who ever will say yeah. Clint Eastwood. And then that's, that's, they're going to say Clint Eastwood something. <laughs> we don't know what yet. Real cliffhanger for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a, it's such a blue balls moment for such a great line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, so this is the minute of every single emotion possible crossing the face of marty mcfly in a close-up it's like a it's like a five second shot where he just goes through a real emotional journey on his face i could not get out of my head how heavily made up he is he looks like mark hamill during the star wars holiday special oh yeah like just post motorcycle crash and like puttied makeup on his face to try and make him look like he did in 1977 but it's all right. gone uh that almost distracted me i mean he's obviously great performance and back to the future is no stranger to those moments where like let's show somebody's face transitioning through three to ten emotions right <laughs> what do you think are the are the are the are the telltale signs in terms of like makeup uh it's well it's super rosy cheeks Mm-hmm. And his face seems really easy. It looks like he's got lip gloss on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and it looks like he was wearing eyeliner, but a lot of it's worn off. But not all of it. It's uh he also lacks any contours on his face. <laughs> like they've yeah. <laughs> they've just they they've put uh you know coverall or whatever on it and just he, he's just lost all of the contours of his yeah. face. He is they a very. Call, they called him the smoothest boy in the West. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, lots of emotions going on. Uh, his face. It's uh, it's pretty great. Um, but uh, I also I love too that he. This is this thing that he's going to have to face himself. Like he he's going to have to deal with this himself and they're not letting Doc wake up until he has made the decision for himself about one way or the other because here again 
he says, I'm going to have to forfeit. And Mad Dog is like, no, like, I don't, you're not. Well, first he has to ask somebody what forfeit means. And then he's <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. Um, and so then his first instinct is to go and wake up Doc. And it's like, well, what, what is he going to do? He's not going to do anything. <laughs> like <laughs> Doc always bails him out. Doc got yeah. him back to 1985. Doc was there when he jumped off of the building in alternate 1985. Right. Doc, Doc's been his sort of like, like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. No matter what the right. problem is, like he's got an invention or he's going to help out. Like Marty doesn't really do a lot by him. Even like the skateboarding, he needed a kid's help. He needed <laughs> to steal that, that scooter from a kid and turn it into a skateboard. Granted, he did a lot of the work there, but he doesn't mm-hmm. do a lot on his own. You're like watching someone being dragged, kicking and screaming into adulthood in this minute. Yeah. Right. You really are. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of great. Um, uh, at the beginning of this moment, uh, doc Brown looks full on like a corpse of the background. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's waxy. And then, uh, there's a hat party going on. Like no two hats are the same. Mm-mm. Hats are like snowflakes in this movie. Yeah. Nobody's wearing the same hat at yeah. all. It's a big day for hats. <laughs> I I feel like uh, whoever was working at the the hat store where they went and bought all these hats, I, they just ran out of like most of their inventory because, I mean, they just bought one of everything. <laughs> Crazy! I want, I want all of them. Yeah. Um. It's uh. It's it's. Yeah, so like he he is trying to slap Doc awake, and you know the guys uh, at the table, the the three older gentlemen are like, "Hey, dude, like we got, I got twenty bucks bet on you," and the other guys like, "I've got thirty against you. Like, get out there, or everyone's gonna think you're a coward." Um, but I like that the guy who points out everyone will think you're a coward has an eye patch. Which tells me he has personal experience <laughs> about this exact situation. He's like, if I had to do it, I lost an eye and did it. You have to do it, too. <laughs> the mayor cut out my eye as punishment. <laughs> but I'm still alive and I'm loving life with one eye. More life. That's what I say. <laughs> I have half the vision, but twice the fun. <laughs> you know what they say. Half position, <laughs> twice the fun. Uh, yeah. It's such a great, that like little jury of like every character actor stereotype uh, in a Western right down yes. to the, you'll never be able to get there from here. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's pretty great that they were able to get these amazing voices these amazing character the, the 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 sad thing about character actors is they really will only ever be one of them you know like mm-hmm. like there's only ever going to one there's only ever going to be like one Dom DeLuise or one like Walter Matthau so when you when you have a movie that knows when to use them it's always it's always such a gift right totally because like because these are the voices of like westerns that just aren't you know, by by no fault of anyone, just the pro- just the way time works, they're just not around anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's obvious that they loved westerns. Zemeckis, like, all right, we're gonna put in all. We need the sideburns guy, and we need <laughs> yeah uh, the giant the giant misshapen Native American. Yes, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so I, I've got to point out, uh, there's a guy standing next to Seamus at the bar who is just the fanciest cowboy that has ever, oh yeah, ever stepped foot into a Western. He's got a bright red vest on and pinstripe pants. Um, I feel like everyone should be making fun of this guy because he's his outfits really not that that better that much better than uh, what Marty came into town in. Uh, it's about as flamboyant. I hope he was so freaking nervous walking to the saloon that morning. <laughs> he's like, oh man, everyone's gonna be paying attention to me. I'm gonna get so much shit from the guys. I can't believe I'm wearing this. And the whole time, right now, he's just like. I'm the luckiest man. <laughs> it looks like uh, the grandson of the guy who designed that vest designed Willy Wonka's entire outfit. Yeah. Yes. yes. Accurate. The trim on it is is amazing. It also looks like the kind of guy you'd see in Colorado in like 1994. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it looks like, honestly, it looks like he stepped out of like, like, uh, like a Wes Anderson Western that he hasn't made yet. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a Wes Anderson character. Yeah, it's Andrew Wilson. There you go. It's the yeah. forgotten Wilson brother. <laughs> right. When you're not sure which one it is, it's Andrew. It's Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a pseudo Wilson. He mm-hmm. looks the least uh. like the other two. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting how, I'm, I'm sure casting a Western must be like a super fun thing to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, this sure. place is packed. It really, right? it really is. No, it, it it's like Luke's in the morning when like everyone in the town is there, like Babette. Uh, yeah, everyone, but everyone. It's seven fifty in the morning, and I mean this place is just loaded with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, I, I, we, oh, you know what? I bet this guy in the red vest is the bookie. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. I bet he's the guy that took the twenty and thirty dollar bets. Yeah, he does seem moneyed. And I, yeah. I owe money to that feller. <laughs> also, the way the uh, the stereotypes are sitting around the table yes. is like real classy. It looks like they're planning a crime. Yeah, yeah. Like for sure, they're they're like one last. If we can get that Wells Fargo wagon, <laughs> we can retire, live in the lap of luxury. I don't. Right. I don't even know if this counts as a joke, but just that every scene that they're in. They're sitting in the same table in the same position with, I think, even the same stuff on the table. And it's yeah. just so awesome every time they cut. to Yeah, them. <laughs> they each have a they each have a shot glass full of whiskey. Two of them have a mug of beer for breakfast. Yep. And then the guy with the scratchy voice doesn't have a mug of beer because he's got the whiskey bottle. <laughs> just every day. It's yeah, every day. It's the same deal. And they have that weird platter in the middle of the table. It's like, is that a spittoon? Yeah. Did, did they all share a dessert together? I, I, <laughs> I do want I, the brownie sundae, but I need to watch my figure. Can we go splitsies? We'll all, we'll all eat it. <laughs> New York cheesecake. <laughs> New York cheesecake? <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, this is uh th- this is pretty great. Um I I I just I'm I'm a big fan of this scene. There's just not uh 
It's just it's it's a really good looking batch of extras and featured extras. It's uh this is I don't know, whoever whoever, you know, what all of the people responsible for putting this this uh together and placing all of these people. I mean, this is really just like a work of art of extras. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty phenomenal. And and yeah, the hat thing, everybody's got a different hat like you're not uh, heavy with brown hats or gray hats or black hats everywhere or any in any particular spot. It's like really well parsed out. It's it's good. It's a really some good color theory going on in this this scene. Yeah. And I love big fan. I love uh, Tom Wilson. He's so good in all three movies, but he's pretty great here mm-hmm. as Mad Dog. Even like the look is great and he just man, he's incredible yeah you know yeah. him you know one thing i keep thinking when whenever he calls marty runt i just think like he would have made a really great like late 80s early 90s saber tooth in like an x-men movie yeah oh yeah yeah there's somebody there's something else that we've we've talked about casting him as but now i don't remember because it's probably been like two seasons ago but right it's that that's come up a couple of times us like talking about him uh, in other in other movies, if they had made them back then, but uh, oh, I remember we had talked about if they had made the prequels in the eighties, like right after, like three years after Jedi, they made Episode One. He would have been a great Anakin Skywalker oh, in yeah. the in the in like Episodes Two and Three, or however they would have done them in the eighties. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, because he's like tall, like Darth Vader, and. Yeah, he would have been able to play like that darkness. But as we know, because Tom Wilson is just like a really sweet guy normally, like he would be able to play like the romantic lead and everything, too. Yeah, because he was a a strapping young guy, you know, when you see him in the 50s. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Free of his own. Yeah, free of. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Free of makeup and and fat suits and what have you. Yes. Uh, Fun story about Tom Wilson. So he uh, obviously is a veteran stand-up comic, right? And uh, as I as I said before, he's from Philadelphia. So, uh, fre- mm-hmm. my mother's best friend uh, was dating a guy who owned the Comedy Works in Philadelphia, where Tom Wilson played very often. So he would come over to my parents' house, or at least was over there once, and held me when I was a baby. Whoa! Fast forward. To the year 2005, I do my first <laughs> thrilling adventure hour, and he is the special guest. And oh, I am awesome. like starstruck beyond belief because I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. Of course, yeah. And then right. either my mother or father is like, yeah, uh, he actually came over the house a couple times and he held you when you were a baby, which I elected not to tell him because it's super creepy. <laughs> but instead was like, hey, you know these people – uh, who my parents knew growing up, and he was real excited about it, and and excited we were both from Philly, and we both did our Philly accents for one another. It was great, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I I, I would have just uh, I I expected that that story to end with you asking him to hold you again. <laughs> <laughs> Please cradle me, keep me safe yes. from this world. <laughs> Please, Mister Wilson. I just need to hear your heartbeat. Come here. I need to return. This will yeah. this will fix everything. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like if my if my last name was Wilson, I would 
never, ever let anyone call me Mr. Wilson because I would just feel like the neighbor in Dennis the Menace all the time. Sure. When I was uh, when I was working as a substitute <laughs> teacher, I would uh, I would write my name on the board like you do. Like, hi, guys, my name is Mr. Jimenez. Um, and they were like, well, we can't pronounce that. And I was like, I, I just did. You're no better than me. Uh, <laughs> and, and then they were like, can we just call you Mr. J? And I'm like, no, because <laughs> that's just weird. I don't want yeah. kids calling me Mr. J. Yeah. Cause that's you have to call you Dr. J and then you should dunk on all of them. Boom. <laughs> all of them. Dunk. Yeah. <laughs> You've uh, been dunked. I, uh, I, I do want to how you brought up uh, thrilling adventure hour and I don't know how many people um, have that listened to this have listened to it because I mean I, I know it was a big show but a big big podcast is like a weird relative term because it's yes. it's it's a very uh, fine it's a finite amount of people and and you know they're there, it's not like there's a podcast out there that everyone has listened to. Yeah. Sure, um, sure, sure. It's like the ratings and, for a Netflix show. <laughs> you're right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, I just know that, you know, I'm a huge Thrilling Adventure Hour fan. Uh, I know Nick is. And I just, I, I need to make sure that people know that this is a thing that they should check out. Um <laughs> Because I mean, I mean, I love all of it, but Sparks Nevada and Beyond Belief, especially, um, is oh, just so good. And you are so good. Uh, oh, thank in, you. In in both of those things, and I mean, you're you're the you you play little characters as well, but like you're also the the narrator, and each narrator is so different and so specific and perfect for. <laughs> The show, and because that show is so, um, the humor is very sort of fourth wall breaking humor. You right. are sort of part of the story a lot as well, and that's all. That those were always my favorite episodes. So, oh uh, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Now everybody out there who has not listened, and now they can listen to the entire back library. Oh yeah, because we're we're no longer putting out new episodes at right. least for now for a while. For what, who knows what could happen in the future, but sure, uh, yeah, it's real fun if you like old time radio or you like very specific reference uh, humor mm-hmm. uh, or westerns mm-hmm. or Pat Brewster, yeah, or Paget Brewster, Hawkins. <laughs> <Paul laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really like, I mean, back then, twelve years ago, it was like, oh, this is like Murderers Row. This is the twenty seven Yankees. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. shows together in L A. And then everybody like Mark Evan Jackson now is working all the time and it's awesome. Oh, yeah. He's in I Kong know. Skull Island and and he's on the good place. And like it's just it's remarkable to to think that all of these people got together once a month mm-hmm. and it was the one thing that none of us wanted to miss. Yeah. Uh it's it's awesome. And I, I love that people are still discovering it and finding it. And when I go around, people still know uh still remember remember it or if they know who i am based off of it i'm really impressed because you know when you're narrating it's it's important stuff but it's not had you know people when they think of beyond belief they think of pageant and paul but if they yeah. know that i'm in it that's awesome it's like knowing the I'm drummer thrilled. yeah exactly it's like right. knowing pete best yeah. right <laughs> yeah. being a beatles fan 
Yeah, I mean it it ended and I'll say I'll say this. I have never cried listening to a podcast, but I absolutely openly wept at the end of Sparks Nevada. So (laughs) it's uh it's They played you. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Well, because you don't expect to like, you know, you expect to laugh, not you not get like super emotional, but uh that best man thing. Woof. That was good. Yep. That was good. That was good stuff. Um, but yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone should check that out. And I know for, for Nick and I, you know, thrilling adventure hour was a big, uh, influence on us. We, we created our own audio drama series as well called geek by night. Um, and it was definitely one of the touchstones when we were talking about like how we wanted to do that show. In fact, there's a villain on the show that's very much inspired by Thrilling Adventure Hour. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so great. So, so yeah. So everyone should check out Thrilling Adventure Hour. It's all out there. And uh, check out uh, all of Hal's other stuff as well. Yeah. 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 Go. uh, When are these? When will people hear these? Uh, I believe... Mm, mid to late April, I think. Mid to late April. All right. Yeah. Well, then you will have just missed me on the road with Welcome to Night Vale, but uh-huh. uh, they're still touring the Midwest. So if you, if they're coming to a city near you, uh, I highly recommend that one as well. It's very weird, very bizarre. We did a crossover uh, with them. So Philly Adventure Hour and Welcome to Night Vale crossed over mm-hmm. uh, in 2014. And uh, it's... They're, they occupy very different places in your heart and mind. And that's why you should listen to both of them, all of them, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's still going. So uh, that's still yes. that's still ongoing because all, all of their stars didn't blow up like the other show. <laughs> <laughs> we kept them pinned up in one place. <laughs> we learned yeah. our lesson the first time. <laughs> no, you can't be on a CBS show. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also became like a business unto themselves. So now books, live shows. Yeah, like, they did. The whole industry. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. I remember it's amazing uh, that they all crossed t- together, too. I was yeah, uh, I, I was walk. I was living in Chicago a year ago and I was walking down the street and there was uh, the biggest line outside the music box I had ever seen. And I was like, what the hell is going like? Is Johnny Depp here? <laughs> like, what's what? <laughs> And and then I, I saw the, the 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 you know the the marquee and the sign and it was it was the the Night Vale live show. And yeah. and I was like, man, that's a that's a huge crowd for a podcast. That's a, that's another yeah. thing. That oh, yeah. Uh, that podcast is massive. Are, yeah, <laughs> the live shows are a real experience too. They're they're nice. amazing. Crowds are awesome. Well, very cool. Uh, Happy so, Witness Day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we will be back. Uh, tomorrow to talk about minute 84. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.